Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Miss Julie. How are you? Good. How are you, Miss Rhonda? Happy hump day. Happy hump day. I'm super great. Yeah, I'm super great. <laughs> <laughs> it is super great. It's not snowing out for once. I know, right? Well, we had a little bit of snow earlier today, but I'm ready. I want to see concrete again. I miss it. So my favorite part about this week is realizing how awesome having another dental assistant in the office is. Like, mm. I look at all these posts where, you know, they're talking about being the only dental assistant. And I think back to those days where I have worked in offices where I was solo, but just having another assistant to lean on, you know, it's super great. Like, especially with, with my situation and Carrie, this is a big shout out to you because you're a rock star. Um, but like, she likes to do the implants and I like to do the sleep appliances or, you know, she likes to do the anterior veneer cases and I like to do literally all of the lab work. Like it's, it's such right. a nice balance. Like I'm super appreciative of where I am as far as like having another dental assistant in the office. And, and like I your yin to your yang. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, thinking back on those days when I was solo and if you didn't like to do something, you had no choice. You were doing it. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you were doing it all by yourself and over and over and over and running behind. And yeah, there's some procedures I don't like. So if we had a counterpart, that would be great because I don't like to do root canals. So <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, well, there's a few that do. I'm not sure you guys are programmed differently than me. Apparently, if you like endo. <laughs> <laughs> But like the, the stress of being the only assistant in the office. I mean, I don't think they really, nobody ever talks about that, that part of it. Like you can't be sick and, and, and you know? every day things really will fall apart if you're not there. Yeah. And it's just, it's a huge, it's a huge, there's a lot more time management issues because you are the only one, you're all the only one accountable for your role, for everything getting done. And there's no one else, not saying you'd blame it, but there's no one else to help you out if you can't follow through with everything you have to get done. Yeah. You just have to learn how to, to juggle, juggle, juggle and be the best you can be. And just, you know what, if you can't get to it today, it's okay. Get to it tomorrow. There's only so much you can do in an eight, nine hour day. And there's only so much you only have two hands. So we just, we can't be too tough on ourselves especially if you're the only dental assistant, but we also have to learn. I think a big part of it is asking for help and not only from like the front desk, but from hygienists and from your doctor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's a good, I, a good interest that I have. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. let's say you're one of those dental assistants out there and we see you guys all the time on social media talking about being a solo assistant. And you like one recently I saw was they were getting in trouble for having overtime and they're like, well, what do I do? I'm the only assistant and it's got to get done. How, how do I, you know, like, how do you approach your dentist and say, Hey, I think our workload matches a need for a new employee. Like, how does that work? I think you have to bring to the benefit of, you know, if he's paying you three, four hours of overtime, you know, in time and a half at that probably in your workload, you know, you have to bring it to a, a positive standpoint, like, Hey, we can be a little bit more productive because if you and I are just chair side together and maybe we get a floater for the time being and they help do the instruments and flip over rooms and it, you're going to win them when you say that it's going to be productive and I can get things done and you won't have to pay me overtime. But yes, there's an additional employee overhead, but we are more productive because maybe if the procedure is 50 minutes, we can maybe cut it down to 40 because I don't have to clean up a room. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it probably, it'd be one thing that you'd want to approach your dentist and say, Hey, you know, we've got X amount of new patients coming in a month mm-hmm. and uh, you know, look at our footsteps. Let's go back through a week and we'll talk about where time management could have, you know, really been affected had we had, you know, a little bit more staffing. And right. I love that idea. Like kind of like, pace it out. So if your doctor's not quite ready to hire on another DA, just mm-hmm. be like, do the floater thing, you know, somebody to help with room turnover, sterilization, you know, and, 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 and eventually if they have that drive, they could kind of, you could train them and step up to, you know, doing some of the chair side stuff. Right. It's, and you can't have yeah. that, that selfish approach about it where it, it has to benefit the practice, but it also in the bottom line, it's going to benefit you but you can't approach it in a manner where it's all about you. Yeah. It has, it has, you know, you can't say I'm so overworked and I'm here until seven o'clock at night and I'm miserable, blah, blah, blah. If you approach it in a more, um, not so much ethical, but more meaningful way, like really what is the bottom line goal that you want to accomplish? You know, you would, yes, you want to take some off of your workload, but you also want to make the office more productive run better. Maybe there's things that the, the balls that you're dropping because you don't have enough time. So, and things are going to start being left behind because you don't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. And just be transparent with your docs mm-hmm. guys, you know, communication is mm-hmm. key, right, Julie, <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if you're overwhelmed and you can't handle it, figure out what the solution is going to be and come from a practical perspective. Yeah. And I would say if you have one front desk person, a doctor, two full-time hygienists and yourself in a practice, and this, the schedule is consistently busy, not a lot of holes, and you notice that things aren't getting done, the hygienists are running around crazy, it's time to add a team member. And sometimes you just don't, you can't add one just for front desk because sometimes they don't help out in back or they might not know how to help out in back. Yeah. Or you can't just hire an assistant 
that only knows how to assist. So you have to find a, a kind of a universal person that can say, look, this is what your role is. You got to help out in all areas. We just need that person to help us work a little bit better and work a little bit smarter and not harder and, and all this stuff. And they're just that, that key piece to the puzzle that's missing. Yeah. We, uh, we had one of those, she was a rock star. Like if the computer was glitching, we'd buzz her in, mm-hmm. she'd fix it. Like, if if we had trouble filing a claim, she'd fix that. Like she, she was just all over the place all day. She loved it. Like just mm-hmm. the idea, like she, she, that personality type was not good for monotony, like not doing no. the things over and over again, but literally doing a little bit of everything. Like there's people right. in the world and, and you can, you can hire that quality, you know, as a dentist, they can hire that quality. Somebody who wants to constantly be challenged and, and, and not doing one thing all the time because they thrive off of that. Right. Yep. They do. Oh, so <laughs> do you have a post for us? I know. I was like, oh. do I have a post? Let's see. Yes, I did pull one up. So this post was, and it's a little lengthy, so I'm going to kind of just go over the key points. But the, it's from Dental Assistance Worldwide. And... Some years ago, when I was a warthog, I was about out of um, dental assisting school. She accepted a job that was a little bit from her home. And as working in this job towards being in the office, the office decided to hire on a consultant, which had a Scientology base. Okay. Um, Needless to say, reading more into this, they went to Vegas. The um, seminar was run by the Scientology, um, and the dentist got really heavy into it, ended up being really into it, and eventually this girl ended up quitting because of her values. Um, Now, I guess something, she's not into it anymore because it almost bankrupt her practice, but she wants the assistant to come back. So a couple key points about it is there's a lot of like, it's hard because there's a lot of misinformation about consultants and coaches out there. And that I think the key is finding a consultant or coach that aligns with the dentist values, but not values that they get taken into. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the dentist has to sit out. What do they value? What are they looking in at a coach or consultant? What do they want to change with their practice? But they shouldn't buy into something that's truly not them. Yeah. You know, uh, what does they say? You know, looking through life with rose colored glasses, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes what is (laughs) some consultants can sell ice to Eskimos. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, like we said before, dentists are people too. And, and sometimes you have to fall before you realize, oh, okay, I wasn't supposed to take that jump. Right. And (laughs) there are are, are tons of um, fabulous consultants or coaches out there, but not every one of them is going to work for the practice that you have. And it might not align with your value or your team's value and what people, the the team has to realize is that, and I've been in this situation several times, is that you have to stick with your values and not change because 
process, hired a consultant or coach to change your values. They're there to change the way the practice runs, but not your values. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Don't take it. Personally. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you come to find out, you know, that it just doesn't align, there's tons of other offices out there to work for. You know, it seems like she kind of got burned and she really loved working for this woman, but this lady got sucked into something that didn't ended up almost bankrupting her practice or whatnot and didn't work out. And now the lady wants her to come back. Does she take the risk or does she tell her bye-bye Felicia? Like she said, you know, like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's that three strikes you're out rule. Some of us follow that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, everybody makes mistakes and recognizing it as one sign of growth, Mm -hmm. like that it may not happen. Right. So if the, if the dentist acknowledges it and is transparent about, hey, you know what, I will do better next time to make sure that I do <laughs> dot my I's, cross my T's kind of thing before I yeah. jump into anything else. Or she could go back and, and, and maybe this person just is one of those jumpers, you know, like, Tiny no object matter what, chasers. yeah, I'm in, let's do it. <laughs> Tiny object chasers, remember? <laughs> Yes. Sharks with laser beams (laughs) attached to their heads. (laughs) But I think, uh, you know, I would go back. I would might go back and give her a try, but I also would address my concerns first because, you know, if you're working in an office you really like right now, but it's a little farther away from home. I mean, there's always pros and cons to every new transition or making that move um, and stuff like that. So, you, you just have to write it on a sheet of paper, pros, cons, figure out what's going to be best and work for your family. Like I said, there's tons of practices out there. You're not stuck. You can move. You're not a tree. You can get up and leave. You know, it's, 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 there's so many practices out there. Yeah. And you know, it's, if, if I were a dental assistant and in, had that much passion mm-hmm. and, and knew the way it was, I would hold out hope that it would end up being the way it was before. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, to all the dental assistants out there that, you know, their boss brings in a coach or a consultant, just start it with an open mind. Don't put a wall up. Don't negative things. Don't feel rubbed the wrong way. Um, don't think it's about you. It's not, it's about the practice and their vision and just give it a chance. It maybe it'll work and be awesome for you and you'll learn something, but you'll learn at least one thing from them. Even if you, even if the, your boss doesn't last with them a month, there's, they're going to teach you at least one thing to do better. It's not going to be all bad, you know, or, but it could turn out to be a fantastic relationship your practice could go into the direction that skyrockets. But if you close off your mind to that change, it's not only going to hurt if you really truly love the practice, but it's going to hurt your working relationship. And it's also going to be a struggle for that consultant or coach on the other end, because they're going to say, Hey, your, your team members aren't uniting. You might want to get rid of them. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're there to help you and they're to help you be better. And it's just, just when the, when the, your boss comes to him and says, Oh, we're hiring a consultant or a coach say, great. What are they going to do for us? What is their goal? 
yep. instead of saying, oh, great, here we go again, blah, 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 blah. Dad, you know what I mean? Like, it just, you know, it's interesting. And I've been there. I've been that person that's been like, yep, another one. Sure. Let me just hand them their money at the door and leave because my boss never stuck to anything. So, um, but I learned something from every single one, you know, and, and stuff like that. So we, you can all learn from each other. So good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. Well, especially if you are a longtime assistant with the same dentist, yeah. like if you haven't moved around like me <laughs> uh, and seen how other practices work, you may not know that there's easier ways of doing things or more efficient ways or better ways. And it's, it's just so smart to be open-minded and, and, and to not take, you know, you know, if somebody points out a way that you could do it differently, right. don't take that as you're doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it is hard. And I do say it's hard because I know, you know, I'm not a hygienist. I haven't walked in a hygienist shoes. I do know what they do. But if a hygienist was telling me how to do my job, I, you know, you, you have a hard time with it, but they do, they're there for a purpose. Obviously they are successful at what they do and they'll probably have great ideas. Just give them a chance to maybe nurture you a little bit and, and see what they have to offer. And, you know, 99% of them out there are okay to, are, are okay peeps out there so yeah I mean they have a calling to help people even yeah. if it is for you know a financial gain or, or small business mm -hmm. they you know they clearly know that hey I've been able to do mm -hmm. this and I know others can do what I do let me go try and help right them. <laughs> and, that, and that's what they're doing they're you know they're helping fulfill the need of the dentist and and helping them go to you know where they were because dentists wear so many hats you know they they can't do it all Although we seem to think we can all do it all, right? <laughs> Delegation so oh, far. Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> it is, it is. It's really, and it's really hard, especially if you are a business owner. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's dentistry or not. It's, it's hard to, you know, give up control. And, you know, I saw a post this week where a dental assistant was upset that uh, the new dentist at the office kept checking her work. Mm. And I'm like, dude, it was like, all right, there's probably, you know, they just, they are not ready to relinquish control and, and that's okay. You it, trust is earned and it takes time and don't take it personally. Just, you know, be proud, show that work off. Like instead of thinking of it as something negative, right. Into a totally positive, like, dude, come check out this temporary or like, you know, <laughs> well, or sit down and say, Hey, look, I want to show you how I do a temporary work with them instead of against them. So yeah, this is how I do action control. So, but if you put the wall up that you're offensive because he's checking your work, well, you know, now six years down the road, if he's checking your work, that's a different story. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> No, he has issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's him <laughs> or her. That's or right. <laughs> mm -hmm. All you can do as a dental assistant is try every day to do better. Right. You know, like, like I, I love showing off my work. Like I would love for a dentist to look behind me every single day of, you know, like I wouldn't find it negative at all, but it's all about right. like, personality types too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
right, Julie. Well, thank you so much. What a great hump You're day. welcome. Happy hump day to you, and we will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Have a great week, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistance Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page. You can message through there. But I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.